Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. God, we thank you. Thank you for this time to worship you. Indeed, you are the Lord of all things you knew. You are the Lord of our lives. And God, as we talk about your word, may your word dwell richly in us. All these things we ask and declare in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For the last few days, we have been talking about God's immanence. And I know that's a big word. That's a big word. Well, God is, yes, we know that uh, God is transcendent. He's above and beyond everything. But God is immanent. So let us explain. Simply said, God is with us. Pastor John has preached about this. That yes, He is big. He is transcendent, above and beyond us. Yet, He is someone whom we can experience. Therefore, the psalmist declared, taste and see that the Lord is good. He is someone whom we can truly know even in this light, lifetime. He is not the, this God who is far-fetched that we try to reach. In fact, God was the one through Jesus Christ who came down to earth to be with us. God is with us. Now, one of the ways by which we experience that God is with us is through the direction, life direction that we take, the decisions, and even the small decisions from the mundane one to the big ones, the decisions that we make. Now, have you ever asked yourself, what's next? What will I do? How do I get out of this? What now? What, what, what do I do now? I mean, these questions entail direction and they entail decisions. And in making them, we can experience that truly this big God, this transcendent God, is also an imminent God, a God who is with us. So what we'll do is we'll just revisit a situation in the Old Testament wherein God's people, they were rescued out of slavery, out of oppression, and God led them out of Egypt into the promised land. And we'll see from that situation what God's people declared in a song. And through that, we'll learn what to do in terms of experiencing God through the directions that we take and the decisions that we make. And this is what we'll do as well. We will end this devotion with something that will trigger we need a trigger, kind of like a gun. When you trigger the gun, it will be set off but by the trigger. So something that will trigger that experience of truly knowing that God is with us. And it is, a, it is just one word. It is a response and an action, again, that will trigger, that will set off experiencing the God who is with us. Exodus 15. Well, we declared this a while ago. We declared verse 11. Now we'll read verse 13. This is a song by Moses and God's people. They declared, You have led us in your steadfast love, the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. 
just by context, God's people were enslaved for 400 years in uh, Egypt. They were oppressed. They were enslaved. It was, wow, 400 years of just terrible, hard times for them. And so they cried out to God. And God, being a loving God, a gracious God, a good God, God heard their prayers. God rescued them. God did miracles. We're quite familiar with this. The 10 plagues in Egypt, God displayed His awesome, His glorious, His majestic power to Egypt and to God's people. And so finally, God took them out of Egypt, led them through the Red Sea into the Promised Land. Now, this particular song was declared in the part that they just came out of the Red Sea. God parted the Red Sea for them, which we're familiar with from the Bible. And maybe many of us, if not all of us, have watched that uh, Disney movie. And then God guided them, led them through a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Now, when they declared in verse 13, you have led us, you have guided us, it was clear cut. They did not say that it was Moses, our leader, who led us out. They did not even claim, the people did not claim that we were having a hard time and we led ourselves out of this dilemma and conundrum, but they were very clear and they pinpointed God as the one who led them out of their misery. They cried out to God and God led them out. You know, today we can be led by so many things in life. We can be led by our desire for possessions. I want this. Uh, I need to have this. I need to acquire these things. And sometimes the, our life decisions, the direction that we take are influenced by possessions. Sometimes it's, it's this quest for power. We, 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 the, the decisions that, that we make are influenced by us wanting, say, people to follow us by achieving a certain stature in life wherein people will recognize us, will recognize the power and the stature that we have. And there are times that we are influenced and motivated, driven by pleasures in life, momentary pleasures in life. Well, nothing wrong about all these things in itself. I mean, God wants to give us possessions. Certainly, we need to influence others for God and His kingdom. We need power. We need pleasure. God is someone who can fulfill and satisfy us. The problem happens when all these things become the end because they are just a means to an end. The end of everything is God's will and His purpose. Now, possessions, power, and pleasures in life, they are a means to an end. For us to do God's will, certainly God will give us fulfillment and satisfaction. It will help us continually be motivated to pursue His will, to do His, to do His purpose or to do His purposes. God will definitely give us power so that we can help influence people towards Him or to Him. We, God will give us possessions because in it, we can testify about His grace and goodness and we can share God's love to us through the possessions that we have to others. But when it becomes the end of things, 
then that's the dilemma. Be led by God. Be led by God. And today, we can be led by God through His Word. Now, God's people also declared, yes, they, they were led by God. They were guided by God. But they also said, you have led us in your steadfast love. In another translation, in the New King James Version, they said, you and your mercy have led us. So they, they were declaring that God led them in His steadfast love. Meaning the motivation of God was solely His love for His people. And yes, this is what happened. Well, let's look at their situation. Again, for 400 years, they were enslaved, oppressed. The relationship that they knew was that of the relationship to a higher being that they knew was that of their relationship to their wicked Egyptian pagan master. And they were so busy doing stuff for them. They did, really not, they did not know how to relate to each other properly. They did not know how to relate to each other and give love to each other. And so what God did, was to, after rescuing them out of Egypt, brought them to the promised land, if we fast forward, God gave them the law. And we're familiar with this, the law. And we find it in the Old Testament. And the law was not because God was this power-hungry God and He's this megalomaniac that just needs obedience from His people. No, God gave the law so that they would know how to worship Him as a loving God. And again, because they did not know how to worship any God. In fact, the example of the Egyptians were that of their masters worshiping pagan gods. And we all know that they would end up in life misery and life disaster if they would do that. And so God gave them the law so that they would know how to worship the one true God. God gave them the law so that they would know how to treat each other with grace and mercy and goodness. God gave them the law so that they would know how to live ethically. God gave them the law so that they would know how to love each other. Therefore, in the law, when, when, when even Jesus, when He summarized it in the New Testament, He said, this is the summary of the law. Love the Lord your God. Love others. So it was out of love. So in the same way for us, yes, let's continually be led by God and His Word because we know and we know that God leads us motivated by His love. It's not as if God shakes His hand to us with fingers crossed. Obey me. This is what I will do. And at the back, at the back is fingers crossed. No, God's, God, is not, God does not do that. At the end of the day, God leads us and He leads us in His steadfast love. And this is our point for today. Be led by God and His Word. And we know that at times, or maybe often, it can be very challenging to be led by God. Sometimes it's challenging because it entails sacrifice. Sometimes doing, being led by God and His Word may mean that we will do things differently from other people. It may mean that we will not like be the others. It may mean that we would have to make 
decisions that are not normal, that are not normally done by other people. But guess what? When we step into God's direction, when we make decisions according to God and His Word, we will experience His goodness, His grace, and we will experience a facet of God's fullness even in this lifetime. Sometimes tayo mga Pilipino, medyo sigurista rin. No? And we're trying to wait on God in making decisions. But wait, there are times, or maybe often, if not most of them, it's not that God is wait, it's not that we're waiting on God, but it's that God is waiting on us. So let's be led by God and be led by His Word. So when we ask these questions in life, what will I do? What's next? How do I get out of this? What's in it for me? So what now? Well, the answer is simply do what's right and righteous in God's eyes. Now, as we end, we said that we will end with this one word that will trigger. Yes, it's one thing to be led by God. Yes, when we are led by God, when we are guided by God, the word is present and we can read it. But then there is a trigger. There is a trigger to truly experiencing that God is indeed with us. And what's that trigger? It's that one word. It's an action and it is a response. And what's this response? What's this one word? So simple, sometimes hard to do. It's so simple that you know it. Sometimes we demand it from others. This is. Are you ready for this one word? Let's be led by God in His Word. And this is the trigger. Follow. Follow. It's one thing to read God's Word. It's one thing to know it. But it's also another thing to follow it. When we follow, then we know that we will step into what that psalmist declared, taste and see that the Lord is good. And we will know that He is truly with us. Lord, we pray, Lord, that this word that we've talked about will remain and bear fruit in us. Lord, help us to follow you. Yes, there may be times that, yes, it's easy, and there are times that it's hard. But whatever they may be, God, we pray, that your Spirit will enable us, help us to follow you, follow your word, follow your will, follow your purpose. And God, we pray for those of us making life decisions, those of us, Lord, needing to make critical life decisions, directions in life. Lord, God, we pray that you would illuminate your word that you would give wisdom, Lord God, to know what to do. Lord, your word says that you give wisdom generously to those who ask it. And so, God, we pray that you would grant them wisdom. Lord, we also pray, Lord, that even as we talked about it, that we would be made aware by your Spirit when we are already influenced, not by you, but when we are influenced by the poset the, the the desire for possessions, the quest for power, and the need for pleasure, Lord God. Lord, help us through your Spirit be aware when 
peer pressure is getting in on us, Lord God, and we are being tempted by the enemy. And God, give us the boldness and the faith to always decide to do what is right and righteous in your eyes, Lord. God, again, we thank you. We give glory to you. We thank you that you are a transcendent God above and beyond us. There is no one like you. And yet, we thank you, God, that you are imminent. You are God with us. All these things we ask and declare in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship in song. Hallelujah. My chains Heaven's Lord, we pray that we will not just worship you in song, but we will worship you with our lives. Thank you, Lord. Well, let me speak a blessing for all of us. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. been 
listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.